0: This is Saturday, October the second, two thousand and twenty-one, as we welcome you from the WCWS HQ here in Trinity, North Carolina, to episode two hundred and seventy-nine of the WCWS Radio Network's weekly review show. This is WCWS Power Hour. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCW-US Chad Hinshaw coming at you from the HQ here this evening. <coughs> as it gets as as of course as always every saturday ladies and gentlemen we bring you of course the weekend review of everything that took place here of course in the world of wrestling and of course right here in the radio network also ladies and gentlemen we'll be bringing you today's wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report plus also ladies and gentlemen we'll be bringing you some wrestling news tidbits courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com if you care to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening Please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, is one 605 562 444 Caller ID 141-364 pound. And ladies and gentlemen, by all means, please press that one if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening. <clears throat> yeah, I do see on the, the time on the on the wall here, 9. Uh, I'm sorry, 5:57 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here as we of course get get set to of course bring you today's episode of Power Hour. We will start things off with our wrestling and pop culture history and and birthday report. We will start off with the wrestling portion of course here of today's report and here we go of of course here with uh, the following. On this date in the year 2000 after Vince Russo vacated the WCW World Heavyweight title he had won seven days prior on Nitro Booker T defeated Jeff Jarrett to win the vacant title. The match was a San Francisco 49ers match, which saw the belt and three mystery items held in boxes on poles in each corner of the ring. The other items included a framed photo of Scott Hall. Okay. There you go. On this date here in 2006, on an episode of Monday Night Raw from Topeka, Kansas, Jeff Hardy defeated John Morrison to win the Intercontinental title. On his date in 2011, WWE's Hell in a Cell took place in New Orleans, Louisiana. The main event saw Alberto Del Rio capture the WWE title on a triple threat Hell in a Cell match against both CM Punk and, of course, John Cena. Of course, after the match, of course, took place, apparently uh, Miz and R-Truth, who were not employed at the time, came in, of course, <clears throat> um uh, and, and 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 hoodies and everything like that I attacked everyone of course that was in, still inside the cell while the cell was still sealed uh including of course Cena punk del Rio uh John Cena also the referees cameramen uh then the next thing you know you had someone coming with bolt cutters that cut the, the bolt off. And the minute the officers got into the cell and got into the ring, Miz and R-Truth surrendered. <clears throat> and obviously, of course, Triple H, being Irate right as he was, actually kind of beat down Miz and R-Truth, of course, after all this took place. On this date in 2019, AEW Dynamite airs for the very first time from the Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C. The first ever match on Dynamite saw Cody defeat Sammy Guevara The main event was a six-man tag team match pitting AEW world champion Chris Jericho, Santana, and Ortiz against the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. The Inner Circle team was victorious. And on this date last year, on SmackDown, The Fiend Bray Wyatt returned to television and took out Randy Orton during an episode of The KO Show. Of course, Kevin Owens. (coughs) Uh, some wrestling personalities that were born, of course, here today. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and bring this here to you. Uh, First off, today we would like to wish a very happy, uh, let's see, 52nd birthday to Japanese superstar June Akiyama. Today would have been the, let's see, uh, yes, today would have been the 55th birthday of WWE Hall of Famer Yokozuna. As you know, sadly, he did pass away in the year 2000. Uh, I'm I'm not certain if this gentleman is still alive or not, but we will go and just wish him a happy birthday. Of course, today is his birthday. Happy 59th birthday to a Mexican superstar El Dandy. Also, uh, this gentleman here. Uh, let's see. Today would have been. Let's see. The give me just a second here, folks. The, 80, the 88th birthday of Waldo von Erich. and also ladies and gentlemen, today would have, would have been the see, would have been the 109th birthday of legendary wrestling promoter Paul Bosch. So happy birthday to, of course, all of these gentlemen here, of course today. let's see here now ladies and gentlemen let's go ahead to your pop culture history and birthday report here of course for today and of course as we always do we will present it of course in the same fashion that we present it to you every single Wednesday night on WCWS outside the ropes uh, like so like I said general pop culture history and birthdays also of course Movies, television, music, and also sports. On a date in 1187, Sultan Saladin captures Jerusalem from the Crusaders. On a date in 1492, King Henry, King Henry the Seventh of England, invades France. On his date in 1789, George Washington transmits the proposed constitutional amendments, of course, which is of course the it uh, be later on known as the Bill of Rights, to the states for ratification. On his day 1928, the Prelature to, of the Holy Cross in the work of God known as Opus D, was founded by Saint Jose Maria Escriba. On his day 1944, Polish resistance fighters capulate in the Warsaw uprising with some 250,000 people killed. and on his day in 2007, President Mu I mean, Ro Mu Yun, of South Korea walks across the military demarcation line into North Korea on his way to the second inter-Korean summit with North Korean leader Kim Jong-il. One moment from movies and television here in the state, 1957, the movie The Bridge on the River Kwai, directed by David Lean and starring William Holden and Alec Guinness, is officially released. It won uh, won the Academy Award for Best Picture, in 1958, today in music history, in the state 1995, the British band Oasis released their second studio album entitled "What's the Story, Morning Glory," and it sells in the first in the first week alone it sells 347,000 copies. On this date in 1947, in sports history, Yan- Yankees catcher Yogi Berra hits the first pitch hit home run in baseball World Series history off of Ralph Branca in the seventh inning of a 9-8 loss to the Brooklyn Dodgers in Game 3. On his day, 1902, Beatrix Potter's The Tale of Peter Rabbit is published by Frederick Warren & Company in London. <coughs> Some notable birthdays here, of course, today, folks. Let's go ahead and bring those here to you. Uh, so, Today, ladies and gentlemen, would have been the 569th birthday of Richard III. He passed away in 1485. Today would have been the 174th birthday of Paul von Hindenburg. He passed away in 1934. Today would have been the 152nd birthday of Mahatma Gandhi. He passed away in 1948. Sorry about that, folks. Today would have been the 121st birthday of the man known as Coco the Clown. Sadly, he passed away in 1974. Also today, ladies and gentlemen, today is the 70th birthday of a legendary... uh, The legendary uh, rock and roller, of course, Stingy, of course, you know, was the front man of the police. Also, of of course, today we wish, uh, I think he's a Disney Channel, uh, a a young actor from the Disney Channel, Jacob Satorius, who today turns 19. And there are a lot of great birthdays here. We'll bring you, of course, here tomorrow on WWS this morning. On the date in 1971, a homing pigeon averages a record 133 kph in, a 100, in an 1100 kilometer race in Australia. Several weddings to, of course, talk about. On the date 1900, Belgium crown prince Albert von Saskin Coburg marries Elizabeth of Bayern. On this date, 1909, playwright Eugene O'Neill, who was 20 at the time, marries his first wife, Kathleen Jenkins. And on this date, 1955, actress Joyce Randolph marries publisher Richard Charles. On this date, 1942, one divorce, jazz musician Louis Armstrong, who was 41 at the time, divorces Alpha Smith after only four years of marriage. Some passings that took place here on this date. Uh, Samuel Adams, of course, I played one of the legendary uh, uh, colonists. Um, Of course, also, of course, you know, I'm sure the the brand of beer, of course, is obviously the name for him as well. He passed away in 1803. Marcel Duchamp passed away on this date in 1968. Pablo Niermi, who I believe was a legendary uh, actor from back in the day. Sadly, he passed away in 1973. Uh, Legendary uh, actor Rock Hudson who later revealed that he was, uh, that he was, forgive me for using the term, but he later revealed that he was gay. Uh, He sadly passed away in 1985. Uh, August Wilson passed away on this date in 19, I mean, I'm sorry, in 2005. And Jamal Khashoggi, who was the one who I believe was, was, uh, uh, sadly was, killed or executed or something overseas I'm not sure what was the story about that but sadly he passed away in 2018 and we have some infamous birthdays to talk about of course tomorrow morning and we'll definitely bring those here too <clears throat> of course like I said here's a little bit further on as we, talk, as we mentioned of course here uh, uh, Rock Hudson of course uh, that he was seen as, of course, as the ultimate ladies man but hollywood actor rock hudson who sadly passed away on this day was secretly gay and became the first major star to actually die of aids it was very that was very very big around that time yes sadly uh in movies and television history here today i want to say 1895 the first cartoon comic strip is printed in the newspaper Uh, On the state 1933, Eugene O'Neill's comedy Ah Wilderness premieres in New York City. The first network soap opera uh, called Fairway Hill begins broadcasting on the Dumont Television Network. On the state 1951, the first TV broadcast in the Netherlands was called Toverspiegel. On the state 1953, comedy and music from Victor Borga opens at John John Golden, New York City, for 849 performances. On to say 1955, Alfred Hitchcock presents premieres on CBS. On to say 1955, WHTN now WOWK, TV channel 13 in Huntington, West Virginia, which is a CBS affiliate, begins their broadcasting. And as we said, 1957, the movie *The Bridge on the River Kwai*, which was directed by director legendary director David Lean, and it starred. Actors William Holden and Alec Guinness. Of course, Alec Guinness. Remember, everyone. Everyone remembers him more associated with uh, Obi Wan Kenobi from Star Wars. It is officially the movie Bridge on the River Kwai is officially released on this day. It won the Academy Award for Best Picture in 1958. Uh, as we said, of course, Sting uh, today turned 70 years old. Also, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, to bring you some additional. Uh, today would have been the 131st birthday of legend of legendary comedian groucho marx and the marx brothers today would have been the 124th birthday of one half of the comedy duo abbott and Costello, bud abbott uh sadly he passed away in 1974. and also ladies and gentlemen Today would have been the 79th birthday of Steve, Steve Sabal, who, of course, him, along with his father, of course, best known for coming up with uh, with, of course, uh, with the NFL films franchise. Sadly, of course, he passed away in 2012. And as we said, of course, legendary actor Rock Hudson sadly passed away on this date in 1985. On this date, some weddings here on this date in 1955. Actress Joyce Randolph marries publisher Richard Charles. On the state 1970, actor Christopher Plummer, who was 40 at the time, marries actress Elaine Taylor, who was 26 at the time, in Montreal, Quebec. On the state 1993, filmmaker Spike Lee marries attorney Tanya Lewis. <clears throat> On the state 1999, Matchbox 20 lead singer Rod Thomas, who was 27 at the time. Marries model Marisol Maldonado, there you go, in Santa Nies, California. And on State, in in 2004, actress Katie Sagal, best known for Married with Children, who was 50 at the time, marries the writer of The Shield, Kurt Sutter, who was 42 at the time, in Los Feliz, California. And, of course, we did talk about the situation that happened involving Rock Hudson. Now let's go to, of course, your music uh, history and birthdays here for today. On a date 1925, Josephine Baker first performs in Paris in La Revue Negre at the Theodore de, de, de Champ in Lices. On a date 1947, Music in My Heart opens at Adelphi Theater in New York City for 124 performances. On a state in 1948, Finian's Rainbow closes at 46th Street Theater in New York City after 725 performances. On a state in 1958, the musical show Valmoth was first produced in London. On a state in 1967, all members of the Grateful Dead were arrested by narcotic agents for possession of marijuana in San Francisco. On a state 1972 from Israel with love opens at palace theater, New York city for only eight performances on a state 1976. Let my people come closes at Morosco theater, New York city after 106 performances and on the state in 1990, Michael Feinstein in concert opens at golden New York, New York city for 30 performances. Uh, as we said, of course here, uh, Uh, Jacob Satorius, who I guess is also a legend, is also a young musician as well, of course, is being, I guess, part also of the Disney Channel as well. They said that he turns 19 years old today. Sting, we said, of course, today turns 70. Uh, Annie Leibovitz today turns 72. And Tiffany, of course, if her last name is Darwish, but Tiffany, you might remember back in the 80s, uh, 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 it was a young teen, teen uh, singer, of course. Uh, uh, I'm sure that, uh, uh, all the young girls wanted to be her. All the young men wanted to be with her, I guess. One of those mentalities. Uh, today, she turns 50 years old, and she looks fantastic, by the way. Uh, some passings, of course, here in music on the state of 1559. Jacques of Matua, who was a composer of French descent, he was born in eight, around 1483, so we're not sure how old exactly he was when he passed. On his date in 1629, Antonio Cifra, a composer of Italian descent, passed away around the age of 45. On his date in 1656, Stefan Otto, a composer of German descent, passes away at the age of 53. And On his date in 1842, Jose Mariano Lazaga, Ele- a composer of Hispanic descent, Passes away at the age of 56. I know they used the term uh, Mexican, but I prefer to use the term Hispanic. On his date in 1970, Scottish singer Donovan, who was 24 at the time, marries Linda Lawrence at the Windsor Registry Office. On his date in 1999, uh, Rob Thomas, as we said, at Matchbox 20, marries model Marisol Maldonado in Santa Ynez, California. On the to say in 2004, uh, Billy Joel, best known for the song Piano Man, who was 55 at the time, marries TV food critic and chef Katie Lee, who was 23 at the time, at the 15-acre waterfront estate in Center Island, New York, but however, they did divorce five years later. On the state in 2005, former Prime Minister Yulia Timoshenko's daughter, Ivania Timoshenko, marries uh, Death Valley Screamer's musician Sean Carr at 11th century, uh, w- let's see, Vydubucy, Vydub, yeah, monastery in Kiev, U- Ukraine. And I apologize if I if I mispronounced that word. And on this date, in 1942, of course, we said Louis Armstrong. Divorces Alpha Smith after only four years of marriage. So apparently he, he didn't get a chance to blow his horn that much. Wah, wah, wah. <coughs> okay, sorry. Uh, bad joke, I know. As uh, so your sports history and birthdays here, I the say in 1876, the British opened men's golf at St. Andrews. Bob Martin wins when fellow Scott Davy Strath refuses to take part in a playoff after Pair finish on 176. On his day, 1904, the White Sox left-hander Doc White streak of 45 consecutive Major League Baseball scoreless innings is snapped by the New York Highlanders in Chicago. White Sox win 7-1 at Southside Park 3. On his day, 1906, Canadian World Heavyweight Boxing Champion Tommy Burns Knockouts out American challenger Fireman Jim Flynn in 15 rounds to retain his title in Los Angeles. On the state 1908, Cleveland Naps and future baseball Hall of Fame pitcher Addie Joss hurls a classic perfect game beating Ed Walsh and the Chicago White Sox 1-0. On the state 1909, first rugby union matches played at the English RFU owned, by, owned Twickenham Ground. Harlequins beat Richmond 14-10. <coughs> On this state in 1916, pitching in his third start in five days, Philadelphia Phillies right-hander Grover Cleveland, Alexander, uh, records his 20th century Major League Baseball record 16th shutout of the year, a 2-0 win versus the Boston Braves. On a state 1920, Cincinnati Reds and Pittsburgh Pirates play first and only Major League Baseball tripleheader in the 20th century. Reds win the first two games 13-4 and 7-3. Pirates avoid the sweep in the finale 6-0. On the state 1921, New York Yankees outfielder Babe Ruth hits then Records 59th home run and a 7-6 win over a former club, the Boston Red Sox, at polo grounds in New York City. Uh, as we said, of course, here uh, Steve, uh, today would have been the 79th birthday of Steve Sabal, of NFL Films. Sadly, of course, he passed away in 2012. Uh, Thomas Muster today, we, we wish him a very happy 54th birthday. And Jonna Novotonia no, uh, today would have been 53 years old. Sadly, she passed away in 2017. And I was wrong here. I thought Pablo Nearmi was an actor. Apparently, he is a sports figure. I'm not sure what, what sport he was in. But sadly, he passed away in nineteen seventy. 1973 And ladies and gentlemen That's all we got here uh, For today In terms of of course Your wrestling and pop culture history And birthdays Now keep in mind of course here ladies and gentlemen That the human suplex machine John Gross Will of course reiterate a a lot of this uh, This and also Tomorrow's wrestling and pop culture history And birthdays This coming Monday afternoon on WCWS Raw Radio uh, at 3 o'clock so be sure to definitely of course check that out uh, also of course the soul man Justin Lewis Fleming of course every single day does post any additional wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays <coughs> on uh, the wrestling portion on, on of course WCW US Fan Empire facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCW US Appreciation and also the pop culture portion on WCWUS Entertainment Cavalcade, facebook.com forward slash WCWUS Entertainment. Also keep, in, also keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, that John and Justin both does give us uh, our wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday night on WCWUS Revolution and every Thursday night on NWO Wolfpacks. So i be sure to also listen in on that there as well one 562 444 caller ID, uh, 141-364-pound, episode 279, ladies and gentlemen, of WCW-US Power Hour here, 621 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, as we said, Saturday, October the 2nd, 2021. Uh, Mr. WCW-US, Chad Hinshaw, of course, right here coming at you from the HQ. As, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the rest of the panel, of course, taking it easy after what was a very eventful week of wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. Um, as we, of course, always talk about here. Keep in mind, of course, first of all, uh, just past Sunday, we had, of course, the Extreme Rules pay-per-view. Um, of course, a lot of people were not looking for a whole lot of surprises in this. And to a certain degree, they were 100% correct. Uh, not, not a whole lot of... I, of action did really, really did take place with the exception, of course, obviously, there was an additional match added on to right there right prior to the show, which we figured that that was probably going to go down. Uh, also, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, um, there was interference. There was an interference in the match uh, for the SmackDown Women's Title match between uh, Becky Lynch defending against Bianca Belair. When, of all people, of course, the boss herself, Sasha Banks, officially returned to WWE, uh, which originally they did say that Bianca Belair won the match by DQ, but it was later determined that the match was actually thrown out due to a no contest because of interference from Sasha Banks. But we did hear, of course, I think coming up at this, the the, the crown jewel event coming up here very, very soon, that there will be a triple threat match for the SmackDown women's title as Becky Lynch will defend the title against both Bianca Belair. Now, Bianca Belair, keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, last this past, uh, well, actually last night on SmackDown, I believe was in fact traded over to Raw during the first part of the draft. So. But either way, they are still going to give her one last opportunity to pick up that title. Also, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the other person involved in this match obviously is going to be Sasha Banks. Now, <clears throat> now, now, obviously, of course, uh, <clears throat> uh, because, and of course, keep in mind that this that this also did affect our situation involving our prediction title challenge of course as we always say if a match of course if a match is added on of course on the night of the show and we don't have time to pick up any votes from from everyone of course involved in the uh involved in of course in the pay-per-view um from everyone of course who decide to get involved in the prediction title challenge i should say i'm sorry about that and also, of course, in the also in the event that if a match does end, say, for example, in something kind of, kind of, of course, like I said, for example, a disqualification, if it all ends up based upon all that, then it is ultimately decided that I would, of course, officially automatically give everybody, everyone involved, of course, uh, a point for that. Everybody did receive a couple of extra points in this which really did help, of course, everyone that was involved, which we had a great turnout here. I think we had a total of, let me see, 1, Yes, we had 12 people that was involved in, of course, the prediction title challenge. And, of course, like I said, we, uh, and I do thank those folks here again, and I will run them down one more time. Uh, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, the human suplex machine, John Gross, Byron J. Brain, Robbie Thomas, the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Iceman Jared DiGiorno, the Soul Man Justin Lewis Fleming, the Ace of Spades Jordan Stoplas, Alayla Peters, Jody Valentine, the King of Clubs Mint Patel, and Danny from Park all did, of course, take part in this. Now, of course, what was very unique was the fact that the rewards obviously all had to do with our title belts having to do under the AEW US umbrella. So that's what actually made this, of course, 100 percent bittersweet. Um uh, we were able to, of course, like I said, after of course counting up all the the, the totals of every of, of of all the points everyone did receive from of course uh <clears throat> from of course from, from those superstars that did of course uh win their matches on Sunday. Um which of course we there was some that we did not want we did not want uh um Want to win, but they. But of course, obviously, I'm sure thanks to Vince McMahon that that it was obviously clear that they made it happen. Um, I can tell you that the official winner, once again, the se- for the second, I believe, the second event in a second title challenge in a row here, the King of Clubs, Mint Patel, ended up with seven pr- correct predictions. Uh, we also had several people. We have po- folks that had several, um, several people. That did have six predictions that that six six points in this, and that was uh, John uh, Byron, Robbie Thomas, also JD, Justin Lewis Fleming, uh, Jordan Stoppless, and yeah, and of course, the ace of space, Jordan Stoppless. And of course, obviously, as far as we had folks that had five points, that was Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, Alayla Peters, and also Danny from the park. Also, uh, the Black Widow, Michelle, Lynn Dodds ended up with four, and Jody Valentine ended up with three. But nevertheless, here, of course, we do. I do thank those folks for taking part, and I hope they do take part in the next one that we do. Which I don't know if it will be an eight. I don't know if it will be Crown Jewel as far as WWE goes, or if it will. Which I'm thinking is probably going to end up being the Crown Jewel event. I'm not sure, but we are of course going to look into all that and see. We're going to look into all of that here and see. But of course, as promised, of course, we are currently working on, of course, doing the fixing up the matches here. Um, as far as, of course, the ma- matches that have been promised, the King Club's Mint Patel, of course, as you know, did win the the new AEW US BTE Championship. Uh, <clears throat> we are waiting to hear from him to see who he wants to defend his belt against. Uh, but as for the other, as for the other 11 folks here, so far we have actually, uh, paired up everyone as far as, of course, as far as, of course, like I said, uh, the existing AEW US title belts that of course currently have already have, like I said, title holders, of course, we are making, of course, uh, um, of course, uh, Matches, of course, up there as well. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I did start. I did start posting these a little bit late, and all that, so there had been a whole lot of time to get a whole, to get to get a bunch of votes in on all this. But what I have officially decided to do is, like I said, work on getting some more matches up, and I, I announce them all, of course, obviously here at the same time. Now, as also you know, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <clears throat> As you know, of course, there was there was, from, from the week prior. I did say that we would, we would, of course, uh, um, we would, of course, delay, of course, the matches involving the two AEW US belts earned from the All Out Prediction Title Challenge. I am going to go ahead and officially, since they are also the two belts in question, are also AEW US in nature. Uh, what we are going, we are, what I have officially decided to do, is add those, is add those matches in to the equation here, and all this, so that way we can have, of course, like a big time, of course, a big time, of course, AEW, like, like a little AWS uh, trivia championship series event of our own right here. Of course, it'll be on WWS Dynasty, but still, all of them will involve all AEW belts. So, just to make that, of course. Uh, Just to make that, of course, official here. Uh, But uh, but anyway, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I will go and point out here that the matches that are officially the matches that are officially, of course, up and going right now and we are working on others. And that is the road the AWS road rager championship as the current champion richard selby is de, is defending against the soul man justin lewis fleming the AWS pinnacle championship of course is being contested under triple threat rules as kevin o'sullivan justin carter and the iceman jared Jerry girolamo of course are competing for that belt we were supposed to hopefully have a one-on-one match between kevin and justin carter for this back during the summer But due to, of course, this match was originally posted on the pay per view prediction center page. But due to, of course, we're not being able to officially post any uh, more poll matches on the pay per view prediction center page. Uh, I had no other alternative to, of course, like I said, to to hold on this until I was able to get in something uh, to get something else fixed up. So so we decided to go ahead and just make this a triple threat match to give Kevin O'Sullivan and Justin Carter an opportunity to compete here. And, of course, also make it more interesting place JD in the mix to see, of course, to see how much, uh, to see how this will, of course, take place. Now, JD is also defending the AWS FTW title against the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds. He's also defending the AEW US Superkick Championship against the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. John is defending the AEW World Title against Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler. And the match that we just added, of course, last night, or yes, well, this morning, actually. The AEW Blood and Guts Championship as John Gross is defending against Layla Peters. So there'll be more matches here to come. And, of course, all of them are going to be involving those folks the folks that did take part in the uh prediction title challenge uh byron J. brain robbie thomas uh jordan stopless uh jody valentine and also danny the park of course i still have not placed him in any matches here as of yet but i will of course be looking in and uh, looking at some of these and i will of course keep everybody apprised about how we are going to proceed of course with that so so but like i said we are of course definitely working on that here as well as hopefully we're getting some more votes here um now i will let you know us on some of the updates right here folks as far as some of these belts are concerned Kurt, as of right now the aws road Ranger title uh, of course justin is actually leading richard the champion richard selby three votes to two the AWS Pinnacle Championship, currently we have J.D. with five votes. Kevin O'Sullivan with one. Justin Carter has yet to post a vote at all. The, uh, the AWS FTW title, J.D. is currently a likes to defending against Michelle. Currently, J.D. is leading Michelle right now three votes to two. The Super the Superkick Championship, currently J- J- John is leading J.D. in this six votes to zero. And the AWS uh, world title right now, John is currently leading Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Gil- Bob Ziegler, four votes to nothing. And, of course, the Blood and Gust Championship that we just added here today, John is currently leading Alayla-, Alayla Peters right now, three votes to nothing. So, like I said, there will be, of course, uh, <clears throat> there'll be, of course, some more additions coming up here, of course, here very, very soon. But I will be, of course, working on getting out of here posted. Now, also, ladies, but like I said, Byron J. Brain, Robbie Thomas, Jordan Stuklis, uh, Jody Valentine, and Danny from Oak Park will also, of course, uh, will also, of course, receive their matches as well. And John, of course, I think is scheduled to defend the A.W.S. Red Dragon title, which came from the All Out prediction title challenge against Justin Lewis Fleming, and we'll definitely go ahead and uh, we'll definitely, of course, post that one up as well, and uh, and of course, as you know, Justin Carter is set to defend the AWS First Dance Championship against the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, so of course, we will be posting that, of course, on here as well. All these matches that we, of course, are talking about here are going to be we're going to try to hopefully get a lot of votes up on all on, on a lot of them and of course the winners will officially be announced this coming uh friday will be episode number 1052 of revolution of course this coming friday so be sure which which actually will be october the 8th so be sure to of course like i say get your votes in of course you have plenty of time to do it so be sure to get your votes in of course here as soon as possible so that way, everyone will have an opportunity to uh, uh, get your votes in, of course, here as well. I'd like I said, see who you like to see hold these 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 AEWS belts. Now, also, of course, some people have been asking me about an AEWS uh, women's title belt and also AEWS uh, tag team belt. Um, we are I am still doing some double checking to make sure that we that we may have probably it might be we might have some information about that but i'm not 100 percent sure and so we are that we are investigating that if we can find them of course in time ladies and gentlemen i will of course i will of course make of course um i will uh, to make it to make it officially fair ladies and gentlemen those that may not, people who may have not taken part in the prediction title challenge for extreme rules, for example, I will, of course, obviously, uh, I will, of course, definitely, uh, uh, <coughs> uh, I will, of course, make officially make matches for the for. The, and involve them of course here in the process of course as i always do uh the beef uh, as always be fair to everyone here indeed so well like i said we'll keep you apprised about all this as soon as we definitely uh as soon as we definitely of course uh fi- find out something here of course indeed now ladies and gentlemen let's go ahead and talking about here uh, Let's go ahead, of course, obviously here and talk about, of course, what happened this past week here. Obviously, we did talk about Extreme Rules. Uh, We did, of course, talk about uh, uh, on Tuesday, we did talk about some of the matches from the Extreme Rules pay-per-view, in addition to talking about what happened on the Monday Night Raw after uh, Extreme Rules, of course, Uh, NXT 2.0, obviously, of course, was was kind of hinted on a little bit here and there, uh, <clears throat> uh, but uh, nev- but nevertheless, uh, let me see. Um, <coughs> <coughs> excuse me. Um, we also, of course, like I said, talked about in full detail about what happened Wednesday on AW Dynamite, which knocked it right out of the park here again here today. Uh, which is, of course, continuing to prove that right now Tony Khan is beating the ever-living crap out of Vince McMahon. But Vince McMahon is not actually going to actually admit it. Uh, so, uh, but he knows that he's got a fight on his hands. And apparently Vince is, Vince is apparently doesn't seem to really really seem to be too worried about it. Um, but of course, on you numerous occasions, you know how often Vince has let his guard down and in the process it has cost him, it has of course cost him plenty. Uh, never, Nevertheless here, um, also of course here folks, uh, we did talk about what happened with, uh, uh, we did talk about what happened last night with Smackdown and also a little bit about what happened with Rampage. We also did get to hear from uh, speaking of Justin Carter, we actually got to speak to him and, of course, his uh, his girlfriend, Sandy, last night. Um, of course, as they talked about some great detail about what's going on with wrestling and everything else. But uh, it was, like I said, nevertheless, a great show here. We were hoping to hear from a lot more folks. But I'm sure due to several different situations, they were not able to be on. Uh, of course, Mitt, obviously, I think um due to i think obviously a uh, um due to certain health reasons he was not able to be on of course he was he wasn't able to make it this past thursday and he wasn't able to make it on last night so but like i said we we keep that information as private as possible also of course here folks uh we were hoping to hear from either from danny from oak park or the black widow michelle and dots we did get a chance to hear from her, of course, Monday afternoon, but we didn't get a chance to hear from her, hear from her last night. So, uh, but but of course, I hope that everything, of course, is okay. I mean, obviously, some things probably did go down, and but we will, of course, if anything does, we'll of course, like I said, um, will will of course, like I said, you know, respect, of course, their privacy and everything of that nature, of course, here indeed. Uh, but nevertheless, like I said, here, folks. Uh, once again, I think AEW pretty much proved to be the winner here of all, all this, with NXT pretty much now going downhill thanks to, of course, what's to say Vince McMahon's corporate takeover of, of the show here, of course, which was actually that one show was is actually his only saving grace. The unfortunate thing about it here is he's not going to officially admit it. Uh... but ne- but but never but nevertheless here folks he is uh he's just like he's just like pretty much everybody else he's just not he's just going to uh, he's not going to admit defeat and all from one single solitary reason so, so, one single solitary uh, moment here of course here in his life so we don't know what else we don't know what else we can say of course except Vince better, of course, have a, a big backup plan because if he doesn't, sooner or later, like I said, it's going to come back, and of course, bite him in the rear end. So, uh, and obviously, of course, he's probably been—he's been, probably thinking about this on his own, or he's probably been being fed a lot of bunk by a lot of, a lot of some of his right-hand men. Of course, also his uh, the, when they're not planting their lips all over his uh, old Alabaster Keister, um, of course. Of course, guys like Bruce Pritchard and Kevin Dunn and uh, John Laurinaitis and obviously Nick Kahn and everything like that. Of course, a lot of people now probably don't have the balls to pretty much tell him that it's pretty much over with. He needs to pretty much kind of step down and back off. But nobody is going to be bold enough to actually tell him that. So so until, like I said, somebody ends up telling him the God's honest truth about, about certain things, WWE is going to continue to sink lower and lower and lower and lower and lower and lower, and lower. to the eventual point that, that the company is, is going to be, it's going to be, uh, you know, it's actually going to be kind of a, uh, it's just going to be kind of a mess, to be, to be perfectly honest with you here, folks. So I don't know what else we can really say, except obviously... WWE is pretty much getting ready to go into the ground. And, of course, you can thank, of course, its owner and its creator, of course, Vince McMahon, for that process. And I'm sure his dad and a lot of other people who have built that company to the to the prominence that, like said, it once had are turned over in their graves right now and all that. either that, or they're giving him a proverbial middle finger and all that. because they do not approve of everything that he has been doing. So... Never to, nevertheless, here, folks, it's just a very sad sight to see, knowing that, like I said, that that AEW, Major League Wrestling, Impact, NWA, Ring of Honor, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and even a lot of independent wrestling promotions are going to pretty much start, like I said, uh, taking the take it to WWE. Take it so hard that, like I said, they're not gonna have any other choice in the matter, but to obviously, <coughs> to act to, to to actually, of course, uh, <clears throat> to act. They're not gonna have any other alternative, of course, obviously, uh, <coughs> but. Then, then, then a lot of people are gonna pretty much say, uh, <clears throat> "Say, Vince, it's over. You just need to back off, and you really just need to quit." So, so, but, but nobody likes it. The stupid just has to simply just has the balls to tell him that. I mean, he doesn't have the balls anymore, but like I said, nobody else apparently seems to have the balls or the guts to tell him personally. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens in the long run. But but obviously, of course, obviously, of course, like I said, the fans know about it. But the question is, like I said, And WWE itself does not even know, doesn't even know about it, of course, here either. So, so anyway here, folks, we'll just have to wait and see what happens, of course, here in the long run. In the meantime, of course, ladies and gentlemen, let me go ahead and mention to you that uh, once again, this is episode 279 of WCWS Power Hour, 1605-562-0444. Caller ID 138055 Pound. Uh, this is a 6.46 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is, of course, uh, <clears throat> it, is, it is, of course, Saturday, October 1st, 2021. I am, of course, Mr. WCW US Chad Hinshaw coming at you here. Uh, coming at you here, of course, from WE HQ here, of course, here in Trinity, North Carolina. Of course, the real home of wrestling, as far as I'm really concerned. Uh, the rest of the panel, way too tough to end up. Right, Way right, right too tough to handle, of course, taking it easy here, of course, here today. Uh, but hopefully we'll definitely have a... Uh, uh, of course, like I said, they're taking it easy after a long week, and we're getting plenty of rest, of course what will be of course here ahead in the radio network but don't forget tomorrow morning starting at 8 a.m ladies and gentlemen uh 805-8613 pound for our next edition of the of wcws this morning as we will talk about tomorrow's wrestling pop and pop culture history and birthday report we'll also let you know about what will take place in the radio network of course here this week and also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be bringing you some additional wrestling news and views that may have come in overnight between tonight and tomorrow. Uh, I, mean, I mean, tonight yeah, and tonight uh, and tomorrow morning, of course, here on our next edition of WCWS This Morning. Be sure to join us. Like I said starting at 8 a.m. Uh, tomorrow morning, of course, 805-8613-POUND. Speaking of wrestling, wrestling news, let's go ahead and get right here to that as we have a few stories we'd like to bring you here, of course, here today. Uh, first off here, of course, I will say the WCW US Radio Network hereby thanks our folks at 411mania.com for allowing us here in, in the WCW US Radio Network for allowing us here to read their stories on all of our shows. Of course, in addition to right here on Power Hour, of course, Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, <clears throat> as well as, of course, uh, Outside the Ropes as well as Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and also Sports Machine. And also, of course, course, ladies and gentlemen, during the second half here of 2021, we still hope to try to get a lot more of our shows back up and going. And when we do, of course, we hope to apply 411 Mania to, of course, uh, for that. uh, We hope to apply 411 Mania to, of course, those shows here as well not just with wrestling, but also other, other, of course, aspects of other news that they have, of course, posted here as well. We hope to, of course, like I said, to bring all that here, of course, here to you. Joseph Lee posted this story here first. Uh, as Bully Ray remembers Spike Dudley asking Vince McMahon for pot. During an appearance on Stories with Briscoe and Bradshaw via Feifel, Bully Ray spoke about a time when he was in WWE and was witness to Spike Dudley asking Vince McMahon if he had any of the good pot. Here are some highlights. On Spike enjoying marijuana use, Bully Ray says, I was looking for him and I couldn't find him. I walked into the men's room and I see his little boots in one of the stalls. Uh, he used to spray paint them with polka dot. I was like, Spike, you in here? All I heard was of course, and calls repeatedly. This big cloud of smoke came out of the stall. I was like, oh, that's how you're able to do it every night. On a road trip with Shane McMahon and Spike and asking Vince pot, Billy Ray says, me, Shane, Tommy Dreamer, and Spike, this is when Shane was on the road with us. We're probably driving at 3 in the morning have no business being on the road, but we were. Shane looks over at me and he goes, come on, let's call Pop. I'm like, Horrible idea, do not. He's like, no, no, come on, let's call him. I'm like, he's probably sleeping. He's like, he never sleeps before I can say anything else. He's dialing the phone and he's like, Pop, yeah, yeah, no, no, Bubba wants to talk to you. He has me the phone. I never say, Vince, he's like, Why? And he's like, Why are you corrupting my son, Bubba? I was like, You know, it's the other way around, Vince, but ha ha, don't do anything stupid and make sure you get home safe. and handed back to Shane. Shane goes, Hey, it he said, Hey, Spike. You want to say hello to Vince? Spike doesn't think Vince is on the phone. Spike takes the phone. He goes, hey, Vinny, you got any good pot? After hearing Vince reply, Spike threw the phone at the windshield. Shane's phone exploded. Spike was terrified. Next day of TV, he did everything he possibly could to avoid Vince. So, that was possibly kind of a... uh, that was kind of probably like a big no-no right there here, folks. So. Uh Joseph Lee posted this story here today as Big E talks about how he hopes his WWE title win inspired someone. In an interview with the undefeated, Big E spoke about his WWE title win and said that he hopes it inspires young African-American men and women. Here are some highlights. On representation in wrestling, Big E says, representation is essential to me. I really hope that my championship win allows everyone to be inspired, specifically young African-American men and women who enjoy wrestling. I think this is something that I can do, and there won't be obstacles in my way because I don't look a certain way. Whether they want to wrestle or not, I just hope it allows people to say, hey, I'm not going to be put into a box. I'm not going to have to change who I am to get where I want in life. If I can be that for people, I think that's really beautiful and humbling. On being in the New Day for so long, Big E says, being a part of the New Day allowed me to grow as a performer, just to feel more comfortable. They have been there the entire seven years, however long we've been together. They've been there supporting me. That's the one thing I've absolutely loved is that I found a trio, a group where we legitimately love each other. We ride for each other. We support each other. The excitement for each other the accomplishment for each other. That's so beautiful. I really feel a strong sense of family that I never expected to feel in the business on African-American champions in WWE. Biggie says, I can, I love that we can look at around inside of WWE and outside of WWE and see it's real depth of African-American wrestlers that are really dope. And there are so many of us. And I hope we get to a point where it's just normal. I would, I would definitely agree with that. I mean, Big E is one heck of a competitor. And he's proven a whole lot here, big time. I really do think. Joseph Lee posted this story today as NBC Universal and YouTube TV reach a new deal. It was reported earlier this week that Google and NBC Universal are still, were still in negotiations over NBC channels streaming on YouTube TV. There had been a deadline of September the 30th before the networks went dark on the service, but a short-term extension was signed. Now, the two parties have reached a carriage deal. PW Insider reports that YouTube TV out, sent out the following email to subscribers, which says the following. We're thrilled to share that we reached a deal with NBC Universal to continue carrying the full NBC Universal portfolio of channels, including their regional sports networks and your local NBC station. That means you won't lose access to any of their channels, and YouTube TV will continue to offer 85 plus networks for $64.99 per month. We appreciate NBC Universal's willingness to work towards an agreement, and we also appreciate your patience while we negotiated with them on your behalf. Thanks again for being a YouTube TV member. Of course, personally, I do not hold the uh, I do not have youtube i I watch youtube i don't have youtube tv so Um, joseph lee posted this story today as jinder Jinder mahal talked about the fact that wwe absolutely creates new stars Hmm. in an interview with inside the robes jinder mahal reacted to complaints at WWE cannot create new stars, and said that he believes they absolutely do. And here are some highlights on WWE creating new stars. Gender says, "Yeah, they absolutely do. That's what we're that's what we're in the business of." Of right, Just being a fan myself, I said I grew up the person you know, of during the Hulk Hogan era. Then the new stars came, of course, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, Mankind, right? And the new stars came the next generation, like Rock, Stone Cold, and the next generation after that. Of course, Randy Orton, John Cena, Batista, right? And the next generation after that, of course, guys my generation, me, Drew McIntyre, Big E, Bobby Lashley, Kofi Kingston, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins. On his generation becoming champions, gender says, so actually I started with started with WWE in 2010. And all those champions that I've listed are first-time champions, and there's more that I've I've missed. So in the last 10 years, we've had several champions, and if you look back in the 70s, year history I believe we're at number 53 10 have happened in, in the 10 years I think that speaks for itself that we are creating new stars if you look at the stats and you see who's champion in what year who's the first time the champion who's the first time champion there's lots of them so I think so I think I think people just need to sit back and enjoy the product let the storylines unfold on NXt 2.0 gender Mahal says, NXT 2.0 just got revamped. There's Braun Breaker, you know, that's a future WWE champion. I believe LA Knight, blown away by him. This guy has everything, the look, the charisma, and ring, everything. This guy could be WWE champion. So I think the next generation is already coming. We'll just, of course, have to see if that, if Jinder Mahal's statement, of course, does hold water. Some say that they would, some say that they would not. Joseph Lee posted this story today as there was an update on rumors that Bray Wyatt has a deal with Impact Wrestling. There have been rumors over the last month that Bray Wyatt could be making his return to wrestling in either AEW or Impact Wrestling. The latest rumors claim that Wyatt was expected to join Impact although that doesn't seem to be the case. FIFO select reports that according to sources close to Wyatt, there is currently no deal with Impact, nor is he close to one. The rumor was attributed to Wrestling Observer Live's Brian Alvarez, who didn't actually say that Wyatt was going to Impact, just stated he believed it was more likely than AEW. While there is no deal in place for Wyatt, Impact is interested and had asked for a member of their roster to reach out and try to recruit him. So, like I said, we still don't know about what the deal is going to be with Bray Wyatt, but we'll just have to wait and see, of course, obviously what will happen. Jeffrey Harris posted this story tonight as EC3 would actually like to have Dixie Carter appear at Free the Narrative. During an interview with Five Fightful's Sean Ross T- Sapp and JC, wrestler EC3 discussed former teenage president Dixie Carter possibly making an appearance on an upcoming Free the Narrative show. Here are some highlights. EC3 on Dixie Carter making an appearance. He says, I don't know if she's seen it. Absolutely. I would love for her to be in the narrative 100%. EC3 on JC joking about wanting to burn the witch on Free the Narrative. EC3 says, That's my aunt you're talking about, bro. Before sending out our completed body of work when we did the first one, I wanted a second one because it was our first time doing anything of this nature. Mistakes were made. The lighting sucks. We sucked at editing here. I knew we would go into the second one. When I get feedback from the first by people I respect at high levels, I don't want them to point out things we knew. I'd rather it be like, here's one and two and take a look when you have time and see. Okay, these guys improved and get this aspect. Now I can break down and what I think about these on different level. I'll send it over to Aunt D and and my narrative five, maybe she's officiating my wedding to Maxine. Free the Narrative 2 is set for later today, of course, on Fight TV and freedomnarrative.com. This is the one where, of course, Adam Shear, of course, everyone remembers him as Braun Strowman, will be, of course, uh, a main focus of this, of this broadcast. But it's going to be interesting to see about how this is going to uh, play out. Jeffrey Harris, of course, posted this story here today as some backstage notes on Eva Marie and Nia Jax from SmackDown. According to a report by PW Insider, Eva Marie was backstage at last night's edition of SmackDown, which featured night one of the draft. Eva Marie was reportedly seen wearing a sling all throughout the last night as she continued to sell the injury from the attack by Shayna Baszler earlier this week on Raw. Additionally, Nia Jax was said not to be backstage last night. Report note that Jax is expected to take an extended period of time off, and the recent attack by Baszler might have been a way to write her off the TV. Nia Jax was not backstage at SmackDown in the word making the rounds that she may be taking an extended period of time off, so her attack by Baszler was to write her off the TV for the time being. During today's edition of Talking Smack Nia Jax was the latest draft pick to stay on the Raw roster. So even if she is taking time off, she will still be a part of the wild roster for the time being. Okay, let's see. Our next story here, folks, speaking of the draft. Jeffrey Harris posted this story here tonight. I mean, as WB, the WWE draft did continue in today's ta- Talking Smack and also a complete list of the newest draft picks. Following night one of the draft on last night's SmackDown, the 2021 edition of the draft continued on today's edition of Talking Smack. With multiple wrestlers being picked for the Raw and SmackDown rosters, Raw managed to keep 24-7 champion Reggie, as well as Nia Jax, Akira Tozawa, Dewdrop, and more. Picked up from SmackDown to the Raw roster were the duos of Chad Gable and Otis, and also Apollo Cruz and Commander Aziz. Also, Zel- Zelina Vega joins Raw. Tony Storm will be staying on SmackDown for now. While the Blue roster managed to pick up Mansoor Mustafa Ali and Mace from Raw. From NXT, Drake Maverick is going back to Raw, while Leah is going to SmackDown. Here is the complete up list of drafted picks that were revealed today. On Raw, as we have, as we as we said. Reggie, the 24-7 champion, in addition to Akira Tozawa, Chad Gable and Otis, the Alpha Academy, of course, Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz, Dewdrop, Drake Maverick, John Morrison, T-Bar, Nia Jax, R-Truth, and Zelina Vega. SmackDown, Tony Storm, Aleila, Drew Gulak, Mansoor, Mustafa Ali, and Mace. Of course, there are several tweets from WWE on this here, of course, here as well. If you wish to, of course, go back on here and read some of those tweets. So Mace, who I think was known as former Raw announcer Dio Madden, is, looks like he's going over to SmackDown down there. Okay. Jeffrey Harris posted this story right here as Alex Kane uh, the prize fight open is set for tonight's Major League Wrestling Fightland. Major League Wrestling has made another last minute addition to tonight's Major League Wrestling Fightland event at the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia. Alex Kane will will take part in a prize fight open will hold a a prize fight open at tonight's event. The official details details are as follows who will step up major league wrestling spotlight tickets available now at mlw2300.com major league wrestling today announced alex kane will compete in a prize fight open tonight at the 2300 arena in philadelphia and air nationally on a later date cesar duran met moments ago with the suplex assassin and king mo and was impressed with their idea to present a prize fight open tonight in philly so much he made so much, so he made the match official. Of course, you can still buy tickets at mlw2300.com. Who will step up and try to bring the fight to the mail with over 100 suplexes in his arsenal? Find out, of course, at Fightland. Of course, today and tonight here in Philadelphia. As we said, Major League Wrestling returns to Philadelphia's 2300 Arena today. Of course, uh, buy tickets, of course, at mlw2300.com. Of course, obviously, I'm sure by now that that show has pretty much at some point here is probably going is pretty much, of course, uh, uh, sold out. Jeffrey Harris, of course, posted this story as Roderick Strong, who actually cheated to win the Cruiserweight title here recently, reveals that the group Kill Switch Engage almost made an entrance entrance theme song for him. Speaking to the Meat Meat podcast, wrongfully crowned NXT Cruiserweight Champion Roderick Strong, and I'll say that because I know that for a fact, discussed how Kill Switch Engage almost created an interesting thing for him in WWE. Strong had previously used Kill Switch as the end of heartache during his run on the Indies. His current NXT theme also evokes a style similar to Kill Switch Engage. Here, Roderick Strong did state the following via FIFA It wasn't a coincidence. His theme song, like, it wasn't a coincidence that his theme sounds like Killswitch. It's crazy. You want something done, and it's never good as the people who can do it. We almost had a little bit of a thing, and it would have been awesome. I had it worked out where they were going to. They had an album getting ready to come out, and they were going to be able to promote it with NXT. Basically cover what NXT had done for me, but improvement, which is what I wanted. There was a certain sound that Killswitch has, and you can tell if it's them or not. It made me so sad that it fell apart. But what it was, what it, what it, what it was, it, but it was what it was. They were going to put lyrics to it and make make it an actual song. You can actually look at this. Uh, uh, this listen to this episode of the Meet Meet prog- po- podcast as uh, they talked with uh, the lead singer of Kill, Kill Switch Engage, Mike D'Antonio and also Roderick Strong. Um, and If you have access to Apple Podcasts, you can go in there and find this interview there, here today. But as you know, of course, if you remember, uh, Roderick Strong did, of course, defeat Kushida to win the Cruiserweight Belt, but it was done uh, behind the referee's back with interference from his Diamond Mind, uh, his Diamond Mind cohorts. Jeffrey Harris posted this story here tonight as Brock Lesnar and Ric Flair report was reportedly listed as upcoming guests for the Joe Rogan Experience. For the J-R-E-L library.com website uh, through wrestlinginc.com, superstar Brock Lesnar, WWE superstar Brock Lesnar, and Hall of Famer Ric Flair are both listed as upcoming guests for the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. Lesnar and Flair are both listed as upcoming guests in the to-be-announced section for the show, Rogan has interviewed wrestlers on the show in the past, such as retired WWE superstar, The Undertaker. Ric Flair is currently facing controversy after allegations of sexual misconduct resurfaced during the Plane Ride from Hell episode of Vice TV's Dark Side of the Ring. Also, he's facing scrutiny following his past comment made made towards the late WWE and WCW wrestler Chris Canyon on the Howard Stern show that was documented also in the double life of Chris Canyon episode of the same uh, wrestling docu-series. As you know, Brock Lesnar is also a former UFC heavyweight champion. By Rogan is a long-time UFC broadcast analyst. Lesnar was also subject to conversation on the plane ride from hell episode of Dark Side of the Ring with regards to the incident where he got into a fight with late wrestler Kurt Mr. Perfect Henning on the plane. During the episode, former WWE talent Terry Reynolds also claimed that Brock Lesnar exposed his genitalia to her backstage at an event. Earlier this year, Ric Flair responded on Twitter after Joe Rogan offered Ric Flair an open invitation to come on the show, and he appeared to be on board with the idea. Additionally, Lesnar appeared on last night's round one of the draft on SmackDown, where he declared himself a free agent. Also, should we know that the JRE library is not actually affiliated with the JRE podcast or Joe Rogan? Ric Ric Flair did post his tweet back on may 24th of this year he says i am ready my bags are packed just waiting on the call let's make this happen Woo! at joe rogan hashtag joe rogan experience so he appeared to be on board back then i'm not sure what his uh current situation of course here is as far as so we'll have to wait and see of course what happens Blake Lavelle posted this story today as Matt Riddle talks about his biggest lessons he's learned on the WWE main roster. Also, Randy Orton helping him tell better stories. In a recent interview on Out of Character with Ryan Satin, Riddle discussed the biggest lessons he's learned on the WWE main roster. Also, Randy Orton's role in helping him tell better stories and much more. You can read some of his comments, of course, right here on this page. Riddle on the biggest lessons he's learned on the main roster. He says, I said, the biggest lessons are are this is entertainment. And then maybe don't talk too much trash. I wouldn't say I got in trouble, but people are happy when I say certain things. And I'll say this. It's not old school, but there's still a slight old school mentality on the main roster rather than many other companies or the indies where it's like you've got to watch what you say and and be super respectful all the time. I try to be 100 percent all the time. Randy Orton even said when he first met me, he didn't like me. And I was like, I'll be honest, Randy, I've heard that interview, and I was sad. He never told me he didn't like me. I thought we were cool. I guess he didn't like me. And then he saw me and Stallion Pete, of course, Pete Dunn, tag a TakeOver, and he actually tweeted, I didn't like you or something, but I get it. Good luck. Even when I came up to the main roster, I guess he didn't. I didn't shake his hand. But it was like I wasn't trying to be disrespectful. I thought he was just busy. He's Randy Orton. I don't want to bother him. I guess he took that. Some people take certain things as disrespect. Me, I'm trying to be the best Riddle I can be, and that's all I can do. So I think it's more business. I've learned how to handle money better I do, and do things better in that sense and fashion. These things have all happened since my main roster debut. So I feel like I've learned a lot of lessons. I've matured a lot. Riddle on how Orton has helped him tell better stories in WWE. Riddle has said... I don't think it could be any better than having Randy Orton as my spirit guide in WWE. He's awesome. He leads me down the right path, and he's a wealth of knowledge, and his knowledge is different than mine. I fought in MMA and wrestled on in the indies, and the style was very intense. While Randy is one of the greatest storytellers in professional wrestling history, not that I can't tell a story, I feel like Randy has helped me tell better stories. And I think with me and Randy together, It's awesome because Randy is such a serious character. So for him to drop his guard a little bit, give me some trust and some friendship. And I'm always there for him. I'm his right hand man. He's a bro for show. I'm uh, there all the way. I think because of that, it's a dynamic we've never seen. Because usually when Randy's, when Randy's pair up, it's almost, it's almost like a standoff where we respect each other. but We don't know if we even like each other. With me and Randy, it's like, you know, I like Randy and I'll do anything for Randy. And Randy, week by week it's coming along so i really enjoy it i enjoy the journey we're on like i said working with randy being rk bro with which i remember when i said it originally a lot of people laughed at me and said it would never happen and a couple weeks later me and randy are wrestling the following week rk bro and they got just such a reaction it just kept they just kept it going and now we're the raw tag team champions Of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we do quote, of course, the we do, of course, uh, give credit to, of course, the out of character with Ryan Satin podcast for allowing us to read this from their show. Also, keep in mind, if you want to hear this episode of Ryan Satin interviewing Matt Riddle, you can, of course, check that out. Once again, if you have access to Apple podcast, you can, of course, check out that interview that Ryan Satin did with Matt Riddle. If you care to, of course, listen in on that. And one more quick story we'll bring you here, of course, here, folks. Jeremy Thomas posted this story yesterday with some WWE news when talent learned that they'd be drafted. Also, Brock Lesnar's promo was pre-taped. And there were also as a result, and also a result of a dark match. A new report revealed when WWE Talent learned that they were moving to a new brand as part of last night's draft. PW Insider reports that those talent's moving brands found out shortly before the announcements were made so as to prevent any of them being caught unaware. Bianca Belair, Edge, the Mysterios, and and the Mysterios are moving from SmackDown to Raw, as announced last night. Boston Theory is moving from NXT to Raw. Meanwhile, Charlotte Flair, Drew McIntyre, The New Day, and Jeff Hardy are moving from Raw to SmackDown, while Hit Row, who is top dollar, Swerve Scott, BFab, Ashanti, the Adonis, are moving from NXT to SmackDown. Of course, as, a, as an official reminder, the roster changes do not take effect until October the 22nd. PW Insider also reports that Brock Lesnar's promo on tonight's show, last night's show was pre-taped. And that he left the arena just after his in-ring statement with Roman Reigns. It is believed by some that he will be at Raw on Monday, but is, that has that is not officially yet been confirmed. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, top, uh, top dollar of Hit Road defeated Cedric Alexander. Possibly once again of the, her business, I'm not sure. In the pre-show dark match before they actually went on the air last night. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it, right there with some wrestling, some your wrestling tidbits, of course, uh, between overnight lap from last night and today, of course, courtesy of 411 Mania. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you very much here for listening here to tonight's episode of 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 course WCWS Power Hour uh don't forget of course ladies and gentlemen uh tomorrow morning at 8 a.m uh 805-8613 pound of course is our next edition of wcws this morning i will of course mention to you one more time we will talk about of course tomorrow's wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays we will also of course ladies and gentlemen talk about our lineup for the radio network of course here this coming week and also ladies and gentlemen some wrestling uh, news, more wrestling news tidbits courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com of course coming up this uh, <clears throat> uh, coming up here of course here tomorrow morning be sure to listen in like I said starting at 8am uh, of course caller ID 805-8613 pound be sure to listen in on that of course while you're preparing for church services or uh, just like I said care to listen and of course we just like I said, just honor just to come on and listen. Please feel free, please feel welcome to do so. We'd love to hear from you, of course. Here, exactly. We as always, of course, continue to encourage everyone to check out all of our pages in WCW where we have a whole lot going on, a whole lot of great stuff posted. You know, a lot of videos, of course, on there. You can pop on and watch everything from classic wrestling matches, prom- promos, and vignettes. On on our on the video vault, rest uh, women of WCWS and all our wrestling tribute groups, <laughs> to a lot of course of um, to to a lot of stuff, everything on uh, a lot of sports items on so sports roundup, of course NASCAR related stuff on NASCAR US, Motor Week retro review cars of the past. You can look at a lot of car uh, store a lot of stats on a lot of cars that came out, of course, from many, many years ago. Also, of course, check out. Um, entertainment Cape for a lot of great uh uh everything from stories coming from uh, music also uh movies uh television uh also of course location of animation you can check out a whole lot of uh great classic animated cartoons of course action cartoons looney tunes tom and jerry stuff like that check that out our tribute groups of course don to don rickles johnny carson whose lines anyway. As well as Power Rangers, Home Improvement, and Knight Rider. Check all of those out as well. A gaseous affair, of course. Like if we need a good laugh, of course. If people this this premature, just going. Aww. I mean, I'm not sure a lot of people love la- laughing at that, but we got a lot of great. We always have a lot of stuff for everyone here, folks. But we, of course, game show alley. You can check out some classic game show moments. A lot of it, of course, having to do with Match Game and Price is Right, Family Feud, stuff like that. But we try to get a lot of the classics up if we can, but of course, there might, be some, there might be some new stuff in it too. But of course, mo- it's mostly classic, so there's like clips and stuff like that too. But nevertheless, here the clips, even the clips, are even fun to watch no matter how long the clips are. They're still definitely fun to watch here, of course, as well. Also, check out Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety on Facebook, where we currently, of course, have a lot of great titles, of course, uh, DVDs and Blu rays, of course, for sale uh movies of course everything from action and adventure uh horror comedy drama science fiction animated western movies also different uh, tv shows on uh season of different tv shows on dvd uh and also some on blu-ray of course here as well um like i said also of course first and of course ranging in price from the white envelopes for 25 cents the jewel cases for 50 cents the right, the DVDs in the in the of course original DVDs and Blu-rays in the original cases for one dollar a piece, regardless of how many discs are in them. And also, of course, now a list with them. And of course, we have one list up with, of course, with HD DVDs. If we have that capability of watching those, those are two dollars a piece. There's a lot of different movies, of course, here and there, uh, including movies like The Breakfast Club, Nutty Professor Two, The Clumps. Uh, let me see, uh, Syriana, I think there's several other there's several movies posted there. So be sure to, of course, check it out. Like if you see any, if you see any movies you haven't seen in a long time, we'd love to, of course. Like I said if I do some business and all that, please check that out here, of course, here today as well. And of course, we'll talk about payment arrangements, everything like, like I said, twenty five cents to two dollars. Like I said, you cannot beat those prices, of course, for some great movies are Indeed, there, folks. Uh, But remember, at Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety, we take a bite out of the cost so you can enjoy your favorite selection. So so be sure to check out everything we've got listed here today. And we love to, of course, like I said, we love to, of course, uh, if there's something, if there's there's a particular movie you're looking for, um, definitely, of course, look at everything very closely. But if you don't see one, we will definitely try to hunt that down for you and let you know what we can do by trying to find it. Uh, now there are lists on there, ladies and gentlemen, that have been on there for probably the last year or two. Just just keep in mind that we may have we may have, of course, uh, um, all those titles. Of course, a lot of them may still be available here. Of course, today. So if you see any particular ones, like I said, we will definitely hunt those down and and of course let you know. And we will of course be able, hopefully, be able to do some business here with you on that. Uh, be sure to check out the page here today. And if you see anything in particular that you have any questions about any of them, please feel free to do so. Keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, these are the actual DVDs. There are no copies in this at all whatsoever. We, we of course, like I said, uh, we asked, like I said, just to just take a look and see. And at your discretion, of course, we'd love, to, we'd love to try to do some business here with you. So be sure to check out everything we've got at Bulldog DVD sales and variety here today. Power Hour episode 279 is a broadcast of the WCWS radio network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. Where we are, of course, six years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling and pop culture connection. As we said, we'll be back, of course, uh, tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., or WCWS this morning, 805 8613 Be sure to, of course, check that out here, of course, here as well. And check out all of our past episodes of all of our shows on TalkShoe.com as well. Listen to some past moments, of course, here indeed. You'll definitely, you know, enjoy listening to some big-time moments here. A uh, lot of stuff, a lot of laughter, a lot, lot of big-time discussions, debates, issues. You know, a lot of stuff, of course, covered over the last six years. Definitely check it out. And see what we have to offer here. Of course, like I said, it's at talkshoe.com. Be sure to, of course, like I said, check out all of our check out all of our uh, big time success here in the radio network. Indeed. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the one and the only, the WCWUS Radio Network. We can, we of course continue to ask you to stay safe. During all these hard times, of course, here as well. And now, of course, like I said, do everything that you feel that you possibly need to do in order to, of course, maintain that safety as best as possible. Take care and God bless you, folks. And we'll talk at you tomorrow morning on WCWS this morning. Take care and God bless.